Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 11 of the Just Breathe podcast with Matt and Rachel. Hello, hello. So after a week off, we are back. Back at it. And Matt has some exciting news, but are we doing quote first or you want to do exciting news? Uh, I'll hit him with the news first. Okay, let's go into it. Not really news. This is an announcement. So uh, some people might know most of you probably don't know i did a book club with my family rachel's family uh this past year it was really fun it was really fun uh you know most of us didn't make it through the end i blame myself i chose some some interesting books to start out but but i'm bringing it back yes bringing it back all right so it's gonna be a little bit different it's gonna be a breakfast book club so we're gonna meet the plan is to meet once a month at a different breakfast spot. So we're gonna have brunch, breakfast, whatever you call it. Uh, talk about our book for the month. Uh, just get together, have fun, and chat. You know, we can talk about the book, not talk about the book, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's how it's gonna be structured. And I'm gonna announce three books at a time. So keep people into some new books, not kind of uh, keep it current. But yeah, if you're interested, uh, jam, jam me. DM me. DM me. That's work sling. Uh, DM me uh, if you were interested and give me your email address and I'll get a list together soon and we'll have another announcement for that. Yeah, I'm really excited for this and I actually... Alright, so I think the book club earlier was great. We all picked different books ourselves, but there were some books that some of us had already read uh, and so this is a cool dynamic because they're going to be all new books. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, well... Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So we got an exciting one for you today, but let's start out with a quote. So this is from Linda Thompson. Our uniqueness, our individuality, and our life experience molds us into fascinating beings. I hope we can embrace that. I pray we may all challenge ourselves to delve into the deepest resources of our hearts to cultivate an atmosphere of understanding, acceptance, tolerance, and compassion. We are all in this life together. Mm, such a nice reminder. And it segues quite nicely into today's topic. Today we are talking about embracing... Authenticity. Authenticity. Yes. Embracing your authentic self. It's interesting because people throw the word authentic around a lot. I feel like you hear it a lot. And whenever somebody's getting advice on, I don't know, what to share... On social media, it's like you just hear, just share what's authentic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this uh, this topic came up for me a lot in my personal journaling this week. Uh, just kind of came up about how I can really just be my authentic self and really just uh, you know every day just be more who I really am and kind of shedding off that what makes you know the kind of the peer pressure that shapes you and molds you and just going kind of back to the roots and mm -hmm. embracing my true self yeah and actually i i got the idea that like oh i can we should make this a podcast because i there's a podcast called the onward creatives i believe uh he was talking about the the importance of difference in business and you know just kind of really spurred me to be like ah great idea for a podcast so here yeah. we are i'm excited about it all right so we all know i think we all know it's important to be authentic every uh, everyone knows that they should be themselves, but why is it so hard? Why is it so hard to be authentic selves at times? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's a challenge. A lot of, I think personally, you know, we get 
kind of bogged down by peer pressure and things like that. And it really prevents us from being authentic. We know we feel like we have to kind of uh, jump into the flow and blend in with the crowd in order to get ahead. But really, that's holding us back. Yeah, and I, I mean, I get, I feel that. And I also feel like I personally get into my own head and start thinking about what other th- people are thinking about me. And that's just a block. Um, doesn't really lead anywhere. Yeah. So, I mean, I think other people can relate to this topic. I, it sounds so simple to say, just be authentic self. But I think, like you said, there's some, um, shedding, you have to shed some layers. You have to kind of deprogram maybe some of the messages that you picked up growing up, uh, in order to, fully embrace what it means to you Mm -hmm. to be your authentic self yeah you know it's there's a lot of benefits too to being authentic and not just personally but in business and career Mm -hmm. like personally when you're not being someone you're that isn't really you you feel more comfortable in your skin helps you build confidence you're not limited by by you know you're not you're not creating these limiting beliefs that are anchoring you to things that you're not really it helps you expand and grow as a person and then in your business it helps you stand out you know if you're if you're starting a business and you if you embrace that your unique voice it really helps you stand out in the crowd right totally and in that goes for even if maybe you don't have your own business but maybe this just this is just in your job i mean it it happens all throughout mm-hmm. life i mean you can put it into business terms uh, when you're you're you are your authentic self, you're gonna attract people that you're gonna want to be around. Uh, it ju- it seems like it just shows up in so many different ways. Yeah. So how how have you dealt with uh, mm. embracing your your authentic self? Well, we were talking about this yesterday, and one of the biggest things that came up for me was embracing my story, embracing mm. my past. Um, cause I think everybody goes through the same experiences and wanting to fit in and feeling kind of like the outsider, maybe to a certain extent, maybe not everyone, but growing up, I was homeschooled and always kind of feel, felt like the weird, awkward homeschooler mm-hmm. in certain situations. So now it's more about embracing, embracing that embracing part your of weirdness. my, yeah, embracing yeah. your weirdness as, as my cousin Maury likes to say, letting your freak flag fly high. Did I say that right? Yeah, good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I thought I was going to have like a tongue twister. Yeah, no, I think personally I, I dealt with this a lot. You know, growing up, I was the I was a fat kid, you know, very very fat kid. And when you you know, when you're that overweight, you kind of naturally stand out mm. as, you know, not intentionally, right? It's just more of a physical difference. Yeah. So for me, I felt like I had to mold myself into the people I surround myself with and kind of be who I wasn't because I, I, I didn't want to stand out because mm-hmm. I didn't want to, I didn't want like extra attention drawn to me. You I wanted want, to blend in. I wanted to blend in. Mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of just fit in with the crowd. And, you know, I kind of allowed myself to just, you know, become what wasn't me. And this, you know, into high school and in the college, you know, I did this as well. I, you know, a lot of I went to private school, and a lot of kids went to out, out of school for college. And I was like, oh, everyone else is doing, it. I'll do it. Came engineering major, thought I had to 
you know, go to a Southern school, join a frat. I thought that was what I had to do because everyone else was doing it and I wanted to fit in. Mm-hmm. And coming back to who I am, that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. And being able to recognize that I felt uncomfortable and I felt, I, didn't fe- I felt empty when I was doing that. And until I really embraced what I enjoyed, you know, coming back to Maryland, going to College Park, become a kinesiology major, that's what I enjoyed. And that's, that was my authentic self. And that was the challenge that I overcame to get to that point. Yeah, I think it's one thing you said is interesting. I think people either blend in or they actually go the opposite direction and want to stand out. Mm-hmm. And I think I actually went the opposite direction. Um, I wanted to be different from everyone in a superior manner. So I felt like I wanted to be a girl with who had everything together, um, someone who was like cultural and worldly in a sense. And so it's interesting. Like even that, even though I wanted to be different, it wasn't me though. It wasn't authentic. Yeah. It was like it going was down the, for the sake of it. Yeah, it was like going down the opposite extreme so it was like oh you think i'm kind of weird well guess what i'm going to be different and better you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah but that's not you that's no. not your authentic self not at all so you know when we when we try to challenge ourselves to embrace our authentic selves you know there's we it really comes down to an understanding a personal understanding and how like how do you think you are able to find out who your authentic self is so that you can embrace that? Hmm. I feel like that's a bit of a loaded question, sort of. How do you find your authentic self? Yes. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Sometimes, like, it takes a little bit of, like, even though I I know what it takes, sometimes it just, you have to think about it for a little. And sometimes, I think if you're asking yourself this now, um, it takes time journaling and sometimes it, takes going back in time and asking yourself like what did I really enjoy as a kid what lit me up Mm -hmm. um was I was I surrounded by people during those times was I by myself I think as an introvert I I like time by myself Mm -hmm. to recharge what about you I think when I look at my career about when I'm embracing my authentic self so I got a job in you know the business world and I thought I had to wear a tie to work and wear dress clothes and be, you know, this kind of styling guy dressing like I, you know, was in the office, like the show of the office, not the actual office. <laughs> um, but then over time, I kind of realized that that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. I felt I felt like I was wearing other people's clothes. I mean, I think I, I think that's a great example, and mm-hmm. it could be used for it's. It sounds like a cliche, you know, wearing other people's clothes when you're actually wearing other people's clothes yeah but it, it was true I was I didn't feel like that was me and now I you know wear flannel shirts and vans and jeans to work and I feel like that's me do you think it's because you were going after like a sense of value you like wanted to receive value and so you thought putting on like as you said someone else's clothes would give that to you give me value yeah like do we chase value like receiving value um, I th- so I think it was more about fitting in. Yeah, exactly. like I said, like right. you know, when you're embracing your authentic self, and you're not when you're when you want you want to stand out, you want to embrace what makes you different. That's I think that's ultimately the important thing is embracing what makes you different. And for me, I felt like I had to fit in. Mm-hmm. Right, everyone else was wearing these clothes. I felt like I had to do what they were doing, 
in order to just fit in and then some it's kind of a, it's kind of a weird idea right because you know we want it's important to stand you're not going to get noticed if you don't stand out right. but at the same time everyone feels like they have to fit in right and, and not think, stand out and i think that's because they feel more valued when they blend in because when you're going with the crowd i don't know maybe you're people pleasing you're getting praise um that's like in a way it's like people are all searching for love and sometimes they they search for love by wanting to feel valued and sometimes i think we all think like if we blend in we'll feel valued yeah i think it also comes down to trusting your worth yeah because when you embrace what makes you different and you stand out your highs and lows are going to be much more noticeable. Mm. So when you trust your worth and know that what you're putting out there, the work that you're doing is good and you are good at what you do, it's going to get noticed more. So you have to trust that you're good at what you do Mm. because if you're standing out and doing a bad job, it's going to get noticed even more as well. Does that make sense? Sure. Like, how does that? Like, how do you so apply work, that to your day to day? So at work, if you if you're the if you're the person that is expressive and is opinionated and doesn't just dress up dress like everyone else, then you're gonna naturally kind. Of, it's kind of like a light in a dark place, right? So when you make a mistake, it's gonna be even more highlighted because the eyes are already on you, mm. right? So that when the eyes are already on you and you do a mistake, that's going to be noticed. So if you're if you if you don't trust what you're putting out there, then then you're not going to take those risks. Mm. So you're not going to be a different because you don't want to stand out. Mm. Whereas on the other flip side, if you fit in, your pluses and negatives, your highs and lows aren't going to get noticed as much because mm. you're you're kind of, it's kind of looking out in a sea i see a sea of the same flowers right yeah. so you look out into a meadow and all you see is is you know dandelions you're not going to notice the rose right yeah and i get that and i think i see how that's stemmed in fear mm-hmm. of wanting to blend in yeah um but it, it's one of those things where maybe it's safer to blend in but the reward of being your authentic self, first of all, it feels way better. It's like, I just noticed, I compare how I felt in college versus how I feel now. And it's funny, I thought I was kind of an adult in college. And even though I didn't really have my own, like, real responsibility. And now that I'm on my own, doing my own thing, I feel like more like a kid. Because I love doing the things that I did as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like listening to audiobooks, being outside. Right. And especially from a business standpoint or if you're a personal, if you, your personal brand, if you have a small business or, you know, you're just offering services or things like that, when you're being yourself and not trying to just fit in with the crowd, people are going to trust you more mm-hmm. because you're not just another, another face. Think about all the all the people that are being uh, like these video crea- content creators or uh, or think about in the fitness world, all these bodybuilding kind of health fitness types, they all look the same. Yeah. If you scroll through Discover tab, it's like looking at the same face over and over again. And it, whatever field you're in, if you're into art or photography or whatever, and you see it's kind of, you, it's just kind of like scrolling through, like I said, looking at a, a meadow and it's all the same flowers you're not gonna really notice anything 
nothing's going to stand out and it doesn't feel authentic. Mm. Whereas if someone's doing something that no one else is doing or they're dressing differently than other people, the other people are, you're going to notice it. Yeah. The thing that you don't want to get trapped in is like what you said is where you kind of go the extreme and do things just for the sake of standing out. Yeah. That's not what we're saying. We're saying do embrace the things that are unique to you because we're all unique. Yeah. And I think it's, I, I don't, I think some people will trust you more. Maybe that's more from a business standpoint. And I think you might notice like some people might resent you for being your, your authentic self because you're going against the flow of things. And, you know, maybe, maybe you being your authentic self means you're challenging the status quo, but I've, that's okay and I think that's where like setting boundaries comes into play because if you're going to be our, your authentic self sometimes you have to draw the line between what you're okay with and what you're not okay with what do you mean by that? Um, I'm, well, for me personally I guess that's the only way I can really describe it um, when it came to following like my authentic code what feels right to me I had to draw a boundary with what I was willing to give in terms of work. So I decided I was gonna draw a boundary and um, you know, when it comes to, when I was at my nine to five, I was gonna leave like at a certain time. Like that was the boundary I was drawing because like I had been there. Mm -hmm. But now, but then I dove more into that and decided to draw a boundary of like I, I want to be self-employed. I want to be de- making the decisions. Did that? Did that come off right? How does that make you more your authentic self? How are you embracing your difference by doing that? Just because you think, just because you broke out nine to five. Yeah. Think? Well, I mean, now I'm following what really lights me up, mm-hmm. and that feels aligned with my authentic self. Um, but I, but in order to do that, I had to start setting boundaries about, in terms of what I was okay with and what I wasn't okay with. Um, I feel it's, it's hard to describe sometimes because I'm still in the process right now. I'm, I'm still figuring it out and, uh, I don't think I've quite gotten there, but I'm, it, I'm getting there. Mm -hmm. So as a health coach, how, how are you taking the steps to embrace what makes you different to embrace your authentic self? Well, it comes back to embracing your story. So I totally embrace, instead of trying to be like the health girl that knows it all Mm -hmm. and just looks great, she's healthy. Like you may see a bunch of pages where it just seems like the health coach is just perfect. Mm -hmm. I've embraced my story of having cystic acne and dealing with weight gain and sharing that it comes down to healing your gut microbiome. Mm -hmm. So I share this story. Right. Um, and I, again, I think it just comes down to embracing your story and not feeling embarrassed about any aspect of it. Yeah. Not just putting up a facade of, you know, this is what's, I think a lot of us become, we try to, we lose our authentic self because we see what's working for other people Mm -hmm. and we're like, okay, that's working. I'll do that kind of thing. Yeah. Like what you mentioned earlier today about with you. You mentioned Remind me. Chip Gaines. Remember? We oh, had a oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, so, you know, what we, we have, we, I think we talk about expanders a lot in our, in our podcast, in our life. So an expander is someone that we see as someone that's doing what they want to do and really 
you know, they're really embracing their authentic self. They're really embracing what makes them different to be successful. And it shows us what's possible. It shows us what's possible. Yeah. It shows us that it kind of, there's no ceiling. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, I have expanders, but I kind of get stuck. I kind of will get, it's like rolling a, a dust, what's it called? The lint roller. Oh, I, yeah. I get like stuck on the lint roller. I'm a piece of lint. I get stuck. <laughs> and I feel like I have to... I, I see expanders and I'm like, oh, they're they're expanding me, but I, I have to do what they're doing, right? I so, think you have such a logical brain, and so you you you've tried to create the same formula. Yeah, I try to copy people's formulas, which is not. I mean, to a certain extent, you can. You do can, that. but so for me, my some of my expanders, one of them is Chip Gaines. If you don't know, uh, what what's, I think everybody's got fixer upper, fixer upper. Waco, Texas, you know, Chip and Joanna, cool people, awesome people. So for me, I I see that, you know, home improvement and flipping houses, what he's doing, and I kind of got was like, oh, I'll just do that because it's working for him. I'll do that. And so you I also went through, had, like, an interest in it. Yeah, I had an interest in yeah. it. But it, so, like, I – and it's not just that. There's other examples, like, you know – coding and like I've gone through phases where I felt like I had to do what other people are doing um but you know it's not it's not about that it's about looking into looking inward and seeing what makes me different and what I enjoy so I that's how I came back to where I am now with yoga and fitness because fitness has always been a huge part of my life Mm-hmm. And I look at yoga now. Yoga is like the, is what is I'm passionate about yoga and movement and health. But at the same time, I don't want to just be another one of these like vegan yoga like you know, just picture some guy with like long flowing hair and because that's kind of all you've maybe seen with male yoga teachers. Yeah, right? it's like these. It's it's that's what you see when you search these people. It's like everyone's kind of super chill and zen and sitting on a rock meditating but that's not that's not me i couldn't have aspects of that but you know i have tattoos and i'm i can be a little rough around the edges sometimes and you know i'm 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 from baltimore you know it's like (laughs) that's not me i'm not i'm not the california zen hipster yeah uh so you know just being able to recognize that you know we we went to this cool yoga studio in denver called lacuna and they have these cool nights where they do uh, metal tattoo and yogas and yoga. Yeah, such a fun, it's such a different cool, combination. And like that's what, like that is what lights me up. And I'm like, oh, that's me, you know, mm-hmm. metal and tattoo and yoga is like that's that. <laughs> I don't like. I don't know why I keep saying yogas, <laughs> the yogas. <laughs> but um, you know, that's me. That's how I'm. I'm embracing my difference. But like, okay, I'm different than you guys. Mm-hmm. I know. I might. I might cuss. I might. You know, things might. I might say stuff that you might not like. I'm not gonna be politically correct all the time. Yeah. You know, yeah, I still am, I still love yoga and I still am really into the meditation, the mindfulness, but I'm not going to, you know, sit on a, a, a rock and meditate 10 hours a day yeah. and like talk about hugging trees in my stories <laughs> and shit like that. But so it's important. You know? Yeah. And two things that you did were you experimented, which if you feel like you have no idea what resonates with you in terms of your authenticity then maybe that involves experimenting. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a crucial part of the journey. And also recognizing that if you are into something, uh, whether it's yoga or um, some other type of interest, just because the 
the other people who are successful in that field do it a certain way doesn't mean you can't do it your Mm -hmm. own way because ultimately you're going to attract more people if you do it your own way because like imagine all of the guys out there in the world who probably haven't really given yoga much of much consideration because all they've seen is like this certain type subset of yoga Mm -hmm. you know what you know, yoga could be a possibility for them. Maybe they could get a lot from yoga just by seeing you and how you use it in your life. Yeah. Because it's a tool. It's not. It's it's not like it has to be done a certain way or. Right. That's what an identity. That's what comes back to you know embracing what makes you different. So, you know, who are some uh, expanders in your life that you? You know, see and like what makes them different and what makes them stand out and and therein makes them successful in their field. Well, you probably you know who I'm going to talk about, Lacey Phillips. She started to be magnetic, and so she is the manifestation queen. The biggest thing I like love about her is that she's just so open about where she comes from and how she didn't. Uh, I mean, she came from, she's from Yosemite or, or somewhere around that, Mariposa. She kind of grew up around like a trailer, kind of like, she says it, white trash area. And she just really embraces where she comes from. And she's gone on to, she's just so authentic in who she is and non-apologetic. And she, she doesn't want to please everyone and she doesn't want to be liked by everyone and that's what's so magnetic about her and what she's created and it just goes to show you can create so much just by being yourself and um seeing her be herself i feel like it gives me per- gives everyone permission to embrace their story and where mm-hmm. they come from yeah um so she's one of my expanders because in a world where it feels like you have to buy something to be someone or look a certain way, it just feels really good to see other people saying, you know what, embrace your story. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do. You don't need to do anything else. Just, you've got yeah. you've got it all already. True. All right, how about you, Expander? Uh, so for me, I have an obsession with chef's table. <laughs> like an unhealthy, no like an unhealthy obsession. I love cooking. I, First, I love any cooking shows. I love, I just and love baking shows. baking shows. I just, I love it so much. Matt is secretly an old woman. <laughs> I'm an old, what? No, I'm not. <laughs> just kidding. Just so, kidding. So, I've actually, you know, talking about getting picked up on the lint roller, I have, what I've like contemplated going to culinary school <laughs> because I just love chefs and I love what they do so much. I have to, actually. So, like, one of my expanders, uh, if, if you're watching Chef's Table, I think it's season four, three or four, is Alex Atala. Pretty sure I'm pronouncing that right. So he's a chef from Brazil. He is tatted and he's got a beard and he does jiu-jitsu and he's like cool and rugged and he drives a motorcycle. And <laughs> man's man. He's a man's man. But he's he's super successful and he... He came from this punk rock background. Like I think he may have been in a gang when he was a kid, and then but he he loved cooking, and he didn't let his upbringing, like you said, with Lacey Phillips, stop him from going to. I'm pretty sure he went to France and became and you know he he cooked in these 
uh, high-end culinary restaurants in France and came back to Brazil and he embraced the Brazilian culture and created this huge uh, his restaurant's called Dom, I believe. He created this huge restaurant at you know Michelin stars, but he he he's not he's you know got tattoos and he's cool. And, and a man <laughs> and crush him. Tell Matt likes tattoos. I like tattoos and I like just being yourself. And he's he's embracing who he is and not you know it's very easy right to be you know you think of like high uh, high quality French cuisine and they got the mustache and it's all. It's like, a very fancy. Oh, that was Italian. But <laughs> No, but, you know, they're very, like, everything's very, you know, clean and white yeah. and everything's neat and fancy. But, you know, he wears, like, black chef's coats and, you know, he's, like I say, he's got the beard, he's crooked, like, ah, it's cool. <laughs> and, you know, that's, he's embracing what makes him different. What makes him different is his ruggedness and his, his, you know. The thing I like about him is that, so he's got maybe this more harder, rugged background, as you say. Um, and so if you think about, you know, who maybe he was hanging around with as he was growing up, I feel like they'd probably make fun of him if he wanted to go to a culinary school. Yeah. So he, he first of all, he probably was in a situation where he was defying that and he was going to pursue his interests. Mm-hmm. Uh and then, instead of just becoming another, um, China, what's the word? Like another French cook or the same, or chef, not cook, mm-hmm. uh, becoming another, like the same mold. Mm-hmm. He decided to come back to where did you say he's from? Brazil. Yes. He came back to Brazil and embraced where he grew up. It's interesting. It's like he left it. And then he came back and embraced yeah. it. And I think those two qualities are important. Yeah, when you look any field, when you look at the people that are making waves, they're not they don't look like everyone around them. Mm-hmm. Even on a physical level, they don't look what people like people around them. Like I said, when you scroll through if you search uh, on like hashtag health fitness or like something like that. And look at all the guys. They all got this like weird like I don't know if anyone knows Steve Cook. Everyone's got like the Steve Cook kind of like comb over thing, and they got like the that like yoga like the Lululemon sweatband on, and they get they're all like they all look like they're cut from the same mold, all cookie cutter, and that's that's just one version of health, right? Mm-hmm. You have to take if you don't if you have if you're bald, embrace being bald. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, don't think you have to look like everyone else, even on a physical level. And, you know, the physical level is just a piece of it. That's just what is, that's just what is coming out. Yeah. So that, once you embrace inside, right? Embrace what's making you, you, and what lights you up. And I think there's, you know, we're going to offer you some challenges in a little bit of how you can kind of start to rediscover yourself. So... Uh, in my journal the other day, I wrote about you know your your authentic self is there. It's it's not like you have to find it or just, create it or create it. You just have to uncover it like an archaeologist, right? It's there. You just gotta dig it up and find it. It's under under the surface of the facades of 10, 20, 30 years that you've built to fit in. And it might it's it might not happen all in one day. I think it's a no. Practice. I mean that would be a crazy day. Right. <laughs> like that would be an intense day. You're just like, whoa, breaking down everything. And you, yeah. you might cry a little bit. And, you know, it's yeah. like, it would be a little intense. But yeah. 
Right. Take and, it. Take it a step. A step right. at a time. And I really think it is just a practice. I don't think you ever arrive fully and you're like, I'm my authentic self. Like, no, I'm no. There. It's, yeah, it's a practice. It's a daily practice. I I'm noticing the practice, and I think this is great time to talk about it with the holidays coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing old friends, seeing family. Family. Um, <laughs> yes, family. So this, and, yeah. And I personally, I think the hardest thing for me is when I'm in my own world, I'm doing my own thing. It's easy to be my authentic self. When I kind of get back into, back to home, where I grew up, family, and people are asking you like, so what do you do? Yeah. Then all of a sudden I feel the challenge of being my authentic self because number one, I feel like they want to hear a certain answer still part of me wants to people please and just give them the answer uh and to fit in and it yeah I think the this is just a great time to challenge yourself and it's going to reveal where you need to do a little bit more work Mm -hmm. yeah so Thanksgiving is in four days wow wow so this Thanksgiving when you're surrounded by a family that you haven't seen since last Thanksgiving and the inevitable question of what do you do? What are you up what to? What are you up these to? Days? Comes. Are you outside? Are you out of school now? We we challenge you to truthfully answer that question. So when someone says, "What do you do?" Are you just gonna say, "Oh, I'm blah 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 at blah 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 incorporated to doing blah"? Are you gonna say that, or are you gonna say, "I do art"? Is that, can you say, is that proper English? I don't think so. I do art. I'm an artist. I'm an artist. I draw. Are you going to say like, are you going to answer with what lights you up and what you're passionate about? Or are you going to give them the answer they expect? Yeah. And tell them that you work at some bullshit job that's supposed to impress them. But anyway, it doesn't, there's no right or wrong answer. I think it just comes down to share what lights you up. Yeah. The challenge, our challenge is to... Answer the question truthfully. Yeah. But we have a few other challenges that we've uh, in- we've incorporated that are helping us daily, and we want to share them with you. So do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Mm, you start. Okay. I want to see what you're going to say. Okay. <laughs> One of the things she that I... She's got no notes, by the way. She's just, going, she's just going at it right now. I know. I feel like I'm you, and you're me right now. Yeah. Uh, so, so one of the things that I like to do is, uh, if you don't know where to start, just take some time to notice like what, what activities, which people, what aspects of your, of your day drain you. Mm. Cause if it drains you, then that's a good indicator that it's not aligned with your authentic self. Right. Because being you shouldn't take energy, right? When you're being who you are, yeah, it shouldn't take extra energy. But when you're putting on this cover, it's kind of like if you're Mystique from X Men mm-hmm. and you're you're being someone you're not. It's gonna be even if it's a tiny bit of energy, you're taking a little bit of power, yeah, to to put on that 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 facade. So if it's draining you, that means it's not you. Right. It also it takes more work. It feels may feel fake. It may just feel like you're forcing something. I know I just did not feel like myself in an office environment. Yeah. Uh, that was the biggest thing. I don't... It, that just doesn't work with me. Yeah, I need I've, to be in a place where I can move. I can 
communicate like very openly mm-hmm. with people and personally for me what I, I used to work at a physical therapy clinic and I love I loved it yeah. I was but I was on my feet for 12 hours I used to work like eight to eight shifts sometimes was 12 hours a day and I was on my feet the entire time running around doing helping people with exercises setting up stuff cleaning talking to people but I didn't feel tired I'd go I'd leave go work out for two hours wake up and do the next day and I wasn't tired Mm -hmm. but now I sit I just I literally sit for 10 hours a day at a computer and I leave and I feel like I ran a marathon it just drains me because it's not me it's not my authentic self I feel like I'm putting in so much energy to be this you know computer this monkey on a keyboard yeah and And I think that's like important to share like I, I, yeah, I, I think there's something to be said that we're sitting way too long just from a health perspective, but also like, I think it's wonderful that you have recognized this and you're open about it because you're giving permission to other people to be like, you know what, maybe I don't, maybe it doesn't make sense for me to be doing this. All right. So my challenge is to think back to childhood, you, how would you describe your child self? Because inside of you are all children. Can you do it for do it for us now? Do it for us now. <laughs> do it Is for it, me and the listeners. <laughs> so when I was a kid, I was goofy. I was nerdy. I wasn't. I didn't have tattoos. But <laughs> thank goodness. I may have been into tattoos. I don't know. I was. I was a weirdo. Okay, that was me. My parents used to tell me to stop doing stuff at the dinner table at, when we were at restaurants because they were like, people are going to think you're special. <laughs> I am special, damn it. <laughs> that's me. I'm, I'm weird. I'm funny. I'm goofy. I'm nerdy. That's, it, yeah. that's myself. And we, Rachel, you know, doesn't like it. I, get, I, I can work her up sometimes when I get too weird. But Uh-oh. that's me. That's myself. That's, I, I that's my childhood. And I am a child inside. We are all children inside. We are. We have we to really feed are. our child. Yeah. A child is starving. Feed the inner child within, but don't necessarily let it make the decisions. D- yeah, depending on the situation. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's that, what I say. Descri- that, that was think your about, thing. Yeah, think... No, I said three things. Oh. Yeah. I didn't even say three words. I just described your child, so... Okay, got it. Um, so yeah, that's what I say. Describe... Think about how you were as a child. Nice. I really like that one. And I think that one really helps... Um, it's a, it's a good way to break down some of the programming maybe you picked up. Mm-hmm. Moving on, I think one of the other things that I find really helpful is, again, we kind of already talked about expanders, but looking at expanders and seeing how they have given themselves permission to be themselves. Like, who expands you in your everyday life? And if you don't have anyone, then maybe just starting to be open to expanders entering your world. Maybe you see them on social media. Um, But if somebody is doing something in a really different manner, that might give you ideas for what you could do with whatever you love or even just how you act in day-to-day life. Yeah, just look at how they're they're being different, how they're embracing their differences. And think about how you can start embracing your difference. Yeah. What makes you different? Small steps, though. Yeah. I think. Be the be the be the rose in the field of dandelions. Lovely. I, Lovely. Don't, I don't know if that would naturally happen, but do it. 
That's all I got. I, I have to say that dandelions have a lot of health benefits, though. Don't. Well, we're not eating them. We are them. That's cannibalism. Okay. okay. All right. Got it. <laughs> so those are our tips for being your authentic self. Just remember that we are on this journey with you. Disclaimer. <laughs> we're chipping away. We're doing the work. If you if you want to do it alongside us, then shoot us a message via Instagram. Matt is Matt Markowitz Yoga. I'm Daily Habit dot at and let us know like how this process has gone for you. Yeah, uh, you know, let your freak flag fly. As Maury would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, we had a great time talking about this. Um, you know, if if you want. If you want to hear more, just talk to us. Like I said, I, I got book clubs starting up, breakfast oh, yeah. book club. So I'd love for you to join and we could talk about what makes us different. We can I'm be, so excited. We can be weird and eat We can be nerdy, nerdy and read books. Read books. Um, but yeah, you know, like I said, share, subscribe, review, like, rate, uh, double tap, heart, or, or, whatever you or want to do. Or just share. If you think this episode might resonate with someone you know, feel free to sh- Feel free to share it. We really appreciate the support and yeah, feedback. We're yeah, and we're grateful. Give us constructive criticism as long as it's nice and and, and it's positive because I don't want any negative crap. Stop. But, okay. All right. With uh, the holidays coming up, we just wanted to say we're grateful for you and your support. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Until next week. Till next week, and have a great Thanksgiving. And remember, what do you do? <laughs> Bye. Bye.